You're listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break. Whether you're a big-hearted creative or an aspiring entrepreneur, let's take action on your dreams. Reconnecting you with your why and giving you the how. I'm here to dish out actionable mindset tips and fun industry secrets to help you blow up your biz. From eye-opening reality checks to motivational gold, no two episodes are ever the same. So tune in weekly, skip the FOMO, and let's dive into the deep together. Hey, Make Your Breakers, it's Jai Long here. Welcome back to the show. I hope you've been well. It's a little bit echoey for me today because I'm on the road. I'm actually traveling around a little bit these last couple of months, but um, right now I'm, I'm up near the house that I'm building. So I'm there and I'm sort of just pushing that along and I'm staying close by. But yes, it's a very echoey space. So bear with me. So I hope you're well. I'm really energized to bring you today's episode because it is incredibly important. I don't think many people know about it. I think some things might blow your mind a little and it's something that we need to start getting right. Now I talk about money mindset and I talk about wealth quite a lot and I want to actually bring you some resources and actually teach you a few things today just for you to get those cogs turning and so you start that journey towards working out how you can create financial freedom and how you can make better decisions and have better conversations and also how to track your money as well. So before we get into today's episode, don't forget the Wedding Photography Summit is coming up in a couple of weeks. I am so excited about it. It's going to be game changer. And we've already got a lot of people signing up. And yeah, I'm actually currently putting together my talk and everything else. I actually did a workshop last year called Pricing with Purpose and I got such good feedback and such good response and I know what got people results. So I'm condensing that down and I'm going to give away all of that stuff at the summit. Plus I'm talking about some new strategies, which I know is going to help you with pricing. And we've got nine other speakers as well. So if you want to go over and get yourself a $7 ticket, head over to weddingphotographysummit.com. So let's get into today's episode. I am kind of at this very strange point in my life, which I get to, you know, sort of every few years where I start reflecting on where I've been and I start thinking about where I want to be. Now, I know you are probably the same because if you're listening to podcasts, you're probably obsessed with self-development and taking yourself to another level. If you go back and listen to the first trailer that I ever recorded for this podcast, you will notice that I said that I am working my way towards building a seven-figure business. When I did that, that was back in 2019. And since then, I have built multiple seven-figure businesses and I've done quite a lot. So that trailer is quite outdated. And it just shows like how much that I've grown and, and the milestones that I've hit and just how cool that is. Now, this podcast was always about documenting the journey and sharing the process. So if you are in a stage right now where you're in your business and you're looking for the next strategy or you want to grow it, you want some more motivation, more inspiration, whatever it is, then this podcast was really meant to help you light that fire and take you to another level and especially to build that belief system that you can go out there, you can do more and you need to be more unrealistic. And I think I've definitely hit the nail on the head with a lot of those things. But one thing I have sort of been dropping the ball on is actually documenting the process of where I am now and where I want to be 
So I'm going to share that with you today. And we're going to talk a little bit about money. And more importantly, we're going to talk about net worth. So what is net worth? And why is that important for you? So let's get into it. I actually want to start with one of the most important metrics that you have in your life. And I don't think enough people talk about this enough, but it is net worth. Your net worth is basically how much money are you worth? Does that make sense? And there's a very simple equation. Now, before I get into the simple equation, it's so simple. I just want to tell you the difference between net worth in business and net worth in personal finance. So I'm actually talking about net worth in uh, personal finance. So in business, it can be, you know, the book value of your business. It can be the balance sheet of the actual business. So if you're looking at those statements, your profit and loss sheet, you can use so many different metrics to find the net worth in your business. And, and in your business, it's quite a bit different because if you've got a personal brand, sometimes it won't be as worth as much as a sellable brand. So if you've got a sellable brand, a lot of the times the net worth or the value of the business is very inflated compared to your actual net worth. So for example, a lot of businesses that you can sell they will work out how much you made in the last 12 months profits. And then they will say the business is worth 10 times. So 10x, whatever that profit is. So if you made $100,000, then you're sitting on a million dollar business. But today we're talking about net worth and personal finances because I know a lot of you guys are creatives. And I know that personal finance is one of the biggest hurdles that we have in front of us. And, so, and it's the easiest to look after first. So an individual's net worth is simply the value that is left after subtracting all your liabilities from your assets. So for example, a liability could be debts like your mortgage or your credit card or student loans or car loans. And liabilities can also include obligations, maybe like tax bills and other bills that you got outstanding taxes. Yeah, it's always a huge one. So that is the first point part of this. So it's all your liabilities and the debt and everything, but also how much do you have, right? So if you check your savings account, how much cash is in there? Do you have any stocks? Do you have any Bitcoin? Do you have any cryptocurrency? Do you have any property? Do you have a car? Do you have furniture? So all these things is you need to plus them up. So you're going to plus together everything that you own and all the money that you have and how much your house is worth. And then you're going to subtract any loan that you have. So any big bills and any loans. So if you've got a big tax bill, you've got to subtract that from that. If you've got a mortgage for your home loan, you need to subtract it. And so basically what we're looking for in just an individual net worth, personal finance here is what we're talking about. We're basically just going to go, oh, how much money do we have? Assets, money, everything else. And then subtract how much debt do we have? And then from there, you're going to have a number. Now let's do a quick little example. Example is you've got a primary residence, so somewhere where you live and it's worth $250,000. And then maybe you've got an investment portfolio. So maybe you've got an investment property or you've got some shares or cryptocurrency and that's worth around $100,000. Maybe you have a car and maybe that's worth $25,000. So liabilities could be maybe you owe $100,000 on your mortgage and let's say you got a $10,000 car loan. So that would be $250,000. So for that's the house that we talked about, plus $100,000, plus $25,000. Okay. So we've got all that. And so then the next step is I need to minus the debt. So I need to minus the mortgage, which is $100,000, and then the car loan, which is $10,000. Now, if I do all the equations, my net worth is going to be $265,000. Why is this important? 
Because there's two ways you can grow your net worth. You can grow your net worth by increasing your earning capacity. So making more money, getting a pay rise, increasing your leads, getting more bookings in your business, increasing your prices, or by decreasing your liabilities. So that's paying debt down. But one way that we don't want to do it is by saving up. And I talk about this all the time. There's no one on this planet that saved themselves to riches. It just doesn't happen. Inflation comes along, takes it away. There's always a rainy day. You save for a rainy day, don't worry. The rainy day is coming and it's going to take your money away. Okay. We see this over and over and over. And I've never not seen this happen. So we need to get the money. We need to get it out of the bank account and we need to invest it in places. Because when you spend money, it does a few different things. One is it helps you create different opportunities and it helps you live a better quality of life because you can start investing in yourself, in your education, in where you live. Like, you know, so many different things right there. But first of all, always has to be on yourself, your education. You need to learn how to earn more. So that's what I would do before I save anything. So I never cut costs on anything at all because I know if I spend time in my business and in my personal life, and especially if I get my staff to start working on like how much are all my subscriptions, how much money am I spending? I know all we need to do is use that exact same amount of time, brainstorm how to earn more money, how can we add on more products, how can we make a better offer, and we will surpass how much we save by a long shot. So it's money well spent and time well spent working at how to earn more money. So I always say that. Don't try and cut costs. Always try to earn more. Now, there's always different ways we can earn more. You can get another job. You can increase your prices, of course. You can create more value in your business, become more sought after, get more leads. Plenty of ways for you to increase your earning capacity. Now, I want to just give you a quick little exercise to do. This is what I do every single day. And everyone that I know that's very successful, everyone that I know that's very successful, listen up here. They always know what their net worth is. Always, you know. So myself and I've got another friend that's uh, super successful. He does so well. And we always talk about it. Like at any given time, if we talk to each other, we know exactly what our net worth is because we both obsess over it because it's the most important metric that you have when it comes to finance. And we write it down and calculate it every single week. I know I do. And I can go back years. So I can work out how much was my net worth this time last year or this time the year before, this time the year before. And then I can actually start seeing it to grow. I can also see my debt going down as I'm paying it down as well. And you can start seeing how your net worth will increase. Now, why is this so important? Because it helps you on a day-to-day basis make different decisions, especially when you're buying things, especially when you're buying that hand soap that's a little bit more expensive or you're putting in premium gas in your car instead of just a regular gas or whatever it is. So you're spending more money. But when you're conscious of your net worth, then things change because now you're thinking, oh man, the only thing I want to spend money on is to increase my earning capacity. Number one, most important thing you can do, increase your earning capacity. Does that make sense? So I want you to think about that. Um, I personally, like I just have it in my notes and I just go through all my bank accounts and I just do a balance check. I write it down. I go through all my properties. I go through and I check how much are they all worth on market value right now. I go through my crypto, like anything that I have anywhere. Personally, the thing that I don't include is my business or businesses. I like to keep them very separate and I like to have my business net worth. But personally for me, I just have my own personal net worth. Now, I don't know if you know this about me, but I think I've talked about this for a long time, but 
I pay myself a wage of $600 per week and that's what I live off. And to be fair, it's actually too much. I don't even spend much money on anything at all, which is really interesting. You'd think that I would be spending money all the time doing whatever I want, but it's not the way. And I do it because my earning capacity is much higher than my spending, which means I'm building wealth and my net worth is growing all the time. I spend the most amount of money that I spend is splurging out, but it's always on like a coach or education or something for myself so I can earn more money and I can keep stacking my net worth, right? It's so important for me. So every decision I've been trained, I've trained myself. Like, should I buy this investment property? I've got a little bit of cash now. Should I buy another investment property? Should I buy some more crypto? I've got a little bit of cash now. I should put it somewhere so I can grow it. I don't want it sitting there in the pond getting stagnant, right? And you've heard this, me say this before, like money is just water. It's just like water. It's energy. It's a transfer of energy. So water is just the same, you know? So if you imagine if you're standing there and you've got a pond, what happens? Well, there's no energy flowing around in that pond, which means nothing can grow on it. It's going to eventually evaporate and run out as well as, you know, the sun comes out, which is inflation where you're always going to spend it. So you're drinking the water. And unless it just rains all the time, you're probably going to run out of water. Now, on the flip side, if you had a stream coming through your property, so let's say you had a river, so water comes in and it goes out. So a lot of money comes in and a lot of money goes out. And then what you're trying to do here is with your net worth is you're trying to work out how much money actually streams into my life. Thank you, money, for being here with me and looking after me. I appreciate you being in my ecosystem. And then how much money is actually leaving me each week. Does that make sense? And then I can start working out that gap. Well, how much is my net worth going to grow this month? What do I need to do if I want to increase my net worth and my earnings? What do I need to do to become more valuable to people? How can I solve more people's problems? Remember, you need to be known by more people. People say your net worth equals your network. And I believe this 100%. Your net worth equals your network. How does this work? It's because if someone doesn't know about you and your services, they cannot do business with you, right? It's not who you know, it's who knows you. Now, I want you to write that down. It's not who I know, it's who knows you. Really important. Now, I know I'm just going on a little bit, but I want you to really be thinking about, okay, so what is my net worth? Because here's another thing. Sometimes when you're born, for instance, you are, I mean... Maybe you're not, I don't know, but you would assume you're at zero net worth. You have no money in the bank account. You've got no bank account. You've got no debts or anything like that. Now, what happens is we go to school and usually we, uh, we'll, maybe we'll go and get an education. And so we'll get a student loan. We'll get a car and we put all this on a loan and then we get a credit card. So we move out of home. And what happens is our net worth becomes negative. So we are worth less than when we were born. We owe so much money. So I got a student loan for $50,000, got another $20,000 to buy that car, and then I got another $10,000 credit card. So now I'm, my net worth, and I got no cash, no money, no assets, my net worth is minus $80,000. And there's so many people out there that have less money now than they had when they were actually born. And they work full-time jobs, right? So you can see why it's so important, why you need to keep track of it. Because the first thing, if you're in that situation right now, there's no shame because literally like none of us have been taught anything to do with money. And so that's just the journey that we're on. But you need to know that I've been there exactly in that same spot. 
But it's time to empower yourself to know what money is, how it works and how to flow it into your ecosystem. You want money. You want money to come to you and you want it to come to you easily and you want to thank it for being there and sticking around because it's a great thing. Your quality of life increases, goes up. Your happiness actually does go up if you've got more opportunities and you've got more freedom. You know, so a lot of people say money doesn't buy happiness, but I'm like, man, I don't know what money you've got because my money definitely buys happiness. The reason being is because I can spend more time with my friends and my family. I can do more things with the people that I love most. It gives me more freedom and it alleviates my anxiety, like so many different things. So in a slight way, yeah, that's a result. I can give away money. It makes me feel so good. You know, I gave away more money than I've ever given away um, last year to charity and like, it makes me feel good. That makes me happy, you know, and I think that's just a nice thing for me to do. Yeah, I'm being selfish. That's what I want to do. Like, so be it. We can all do what we want. And so can you. But I just want to you to know, don't feel bad. It's really important though to recognize, okay, so there's a problem. Now I'm going to write down my net worth. So even if it's minus $80,000, I want you to write it down in your notes. And I want you to start keeping track of it every single week. It's the main thing. Just write it down, look it again, write it down, look it again. Because what we do... For instance, I was just talking to someone the other day and he was saying like, well, I actually just transformed my body and I lost a lot of weight. You know, I used to be, used to weigh so much more. And I said, how'd you do it? Well, I got on the scales, which I never wanted to do before because it kind of was, it kind of smacked me in the face when I seen how heavy I was. But what I did was I was like, I need that. So I wrote down the number of how much I weigh each week. And then I thought about it all the time. And then after a while, I got uncomfortable with it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to take action. And then I started going to the gym and I started changing my diet. And then I started getting endorphins when I started seeing that number dropping. And I just kept dropping and dropping. And I just kept going for runs and doing all these different things. But it never would have happened if I didn't just look at that number and obsess over it. Now, it's the same thing with money. When we have a big problem with money, we don't want to confront it. We don't even want to see it. We want to just literally leave the bills, you know, on the counter because we don't have enough money. We don't want to think about it. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to listen to podcasts about it. We don't want anything. But what happens is it gets worse and worse. So what I want you to do is I want you to confront yourself with it, write it down, look at it, minus 80,000. Maybe next month it's going to be minus 79,000. Who knows? Maybe you're going to find a new way to increase your earning capacity. Could be. I don't know. So that's just like the really important little thing. And um, I think I want to share this with you because I'm thinking about so much of my own stuff right now. Money mindset is like one of the most important things for me and for a lot of us to grow as an individual because there's so many stages of it. It takes a long time. It takes years and years and years to get to a place where you feel comfortable charging money, making money, doubling money, uh, multiplying money, and then of course giving away money. Like you need to feel, and spending money, you need to feel good at every single transaction. doesn't matter what it is. You need to feel good about it because money's here and we're blessed and we get to do something with it. It changes our decision that we make based on the money that we have, changes the opportunities that we have. And then from there, you know, there's a knock on effect. It helps someone else. We spend it, spent it with a small other business or we, we supported someone like we did something with the money. Yeah, whatever. So I just want to share a little goal with you because... The last thing I want to sort of finish on is when you write down your net worth, I also want you to write down a goal, like a big scary goal. You know, I want you to write a big fucking scary goal. None of these little goals where it's, it's realistic. I don't want you to be realistic. I want you, I want you to get out a piece of paper. I want you to get out a journal or just do it on your notes on your phone or on your computer. That's where I have it. I have my unrealistic goals right next to my net worth and I look at them both. Okay. So the second thing. So right now, 
the reason why I sort of started talking about how I started off and I made seven figures, I wrote down that unrealistic goal so many fucking times. I looked at it. I was scared. It got me waking up early. It got me into new rooms, talking to new people with new opportunities because that's what it did for me, right? It motivated me because it was no longer a to-do list. It was like, how do I do it list, right? I had no idea. So my new unrealistic goal is I want to scale my business to $10 million per year business. You know? And it's so scary for me to even say this on my podcast. Like I feel scared. And when I said it, you know, three years ago that I want to scale a $1 million a year business, man, I was so scared saying that. I remember how I felt just kind of like, oh my God, I'm egotistical. Why would anyone care? Like people are going to hate me. You know, there was so many things going through my head and it was important for me to share so I in a selfish way, could get over my own personal setbacks and holdbacks and money mindset and make sure I can keep pushing forward. Now, right now for me to make a $10 million business, because remember the first unrealistic goal was to make a $100,000 business. And actually to be fair, the first one was a $10,000 business. Then it was a, then it was a $100,000 business. And now it is a $1 million business. And next, my big goal is $10 million. And every time it felt like it wasn't for me. It's impossible. It's going to be too hard. I don't know how to do it. I don't even know where to start. I don't know who to talk to. I don't know who I could hire. I don't know the strategy. I haven't got the skills. I haven't got the knowledge, you know, and all the self-doubt and the imposter syndrome kicks in and everything else. And it's fucking hard. I've got to tell you, but I write it down again and I write it down again. I look at it. I start obsessing over it. Three months goes past and I start looking at it. My net worth's going up. I'm looking at that. Okay, cool. That's going up. I'm working on that. I'm earning more, learning how to earn more. I'm always doing that. And then I start having new conversations with people. You know, what are my unrealistic goals? I want to be a New York Times bestseller when I publish a book. I want to publish lots of books. I want to have a $10 million per year business. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, to brag or to, to do anything except hold myself accountable for starters. And the second reason is because it makes me scary. Of course, like it's fucking, it's so scary even saying that. But for the main reason is like it pushes me into a new uncomfortable zone, but also I'm starting new conversations because someone on this podcast is going to hear this and go, Joe, you know, I've got a $10 million business. Hey, we should link up and talk about this. Like also you should make more content about how to go from 1 million to 10 million because I would love to follow that journey. Maybe Joe, season two on the Make Your Break podcast should be all about that. Why don't we do that? Right. So all of a sudden you start putting out your unrealistic goals and telling everyone about it and people are intrigued. Maybe that's not the same goal for them, but it's like, how do they even do that? How are you even doing this? What's your thought process? What goes into that? And why do you want to do it? I want to know why you want to do it. Why, why is that the number? And for me, you know my reason. Like if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, it's never about the money. And it's just such an easy metric to put there. For me, it's like, how can I push myself and do something that's so big, so scary, that's beyond anything else that I've ever met anyone do. I don't know many people that have got a $10 million per year business that they build on their own. I just don't. And so for me, it's like, well, why don't I? Where are those people? What have they been doing? How did they get there? I want to know how to find those people. I want to know how to be in a room with those people and have drinks with them and get them on the podcast. I want to know what they did to get to those unrealistic goals. Maybe I can get people on my podcast. I don't know. So for you, if you're making 100000 if you want to make 500000 I don't know, does that sound scary to you? Do you want to make $1 million per year? Does that sound scary? Maybe you're already making $10 million. You're listening to this and like, Joe, I already make $10 million. Maybe you want to make $50 million. I don't know. I don't know where you are, but the goal's got to be unrealistic and it needs to scare you. And it needs to scare you so much that you don't need to set an alarm in the morning because you're bright up straight away, sun's out because you've got hustle to do. You're thinking... 
oh shit, man, like that goal's still sitting there. It's not moving. I need to work out what do I need to do? Like where do I need to spend my money? What books do I need to read? Who do I need to meet? You know, I always think that. Like who do I need to meet? Who's going to help me on my journey on getting to where I want to be? And you know this, I talk about business as being a ship. So it's a vessel. And if you haven't heard, I'm going to explain it right now. So a business is a ship or it's a vessel. And all it is, it's meant to get you from where you are today to where you want to be. So from where you are today to your unrealistic goals. And when you get there, you can sink that fucking thing. It doesn't matter because you got to the unrealistic goal, right? Too many of us, we obsess over the now and what we have as in like the business is the main thing and it's going to be there forever. Now, it's important to be proud of it, of course. It's important to build something you love, definitely. It's important to have a lot of fun in your business, of course. But it's not the end all. It's something that's going to help and serve you in a way you don't need to serve it. It's going to hopefully transport you towards that unrealistic goal because business is actually the way that goals happen. It's such a good vessel. It's so hard to work full time and hit unrealistic goals. I mean, well, it's not. There's so many different ways of doing it. But with business, you just got so many more choices, so much more freedom. And if you're an entrepreneur and you've got that calling like I do, where you want to go and do big things and experiment and see what's out there and, you know, push those boundaries and cool. It's an injustice if you don't do that stuff, especially if you're you know, an amazing and you're, maybe you're more privileged than other people. Maybe you live in a better neighborhood. Maybe you earn more. Maybe you're born into money, like whatever it is. If you're able, you have to do it. Like you have to go out there and see what you can, because there's people that wish they could be as talented as you, smart as you, as good looking as you, as able as you, be able to move like you, be able to read like you, be able to see like you, hear like you, feel like you, you know, so when I think about those things, like the privileges that I have, I'm like, well, if I don't take advantage of these privileges, then I'm doing an injustice to everyone that have to fight for it all the time. I'm just letting it go to waste. And then maybe with my privilege, I can help other people. Maybe if they have less privilege, maybe I can create more opportunities. Maybe I can do something to give back, you know? So, so the cycle goes on, but you, you must show up like that because if you're feeling sorry for yourself, for whatever reason, if you're just not running at your full potential, like, isn't that the biggest shame in the world? Really? Like, I think it is. So I'm going to wrap up on that one. And one of the reasons why I think your net worth is one of the most important things for you to track. I want to know that you're tracking it all the time. Please just send me a DM on Instagram at jialong.co if you enjoyed this episode and if you're going to start tracking your net worth. Also, if you want to liberate and help the entrepreneurs around you, definitely share this podcast episode and uh, put it on Instagram or wherever you want to share it and you know maybe text it to a friend or something. And yeah, if you get into my DMs, I'm always there to say hi. So thank you very much. More great content coming for you. So I'll see you very soon. 